say when I grew up, I, I wanted to, to be a medical doctor, but uh, things did not go the way I, I, I wanted or I thought I would be. We grew up under different conditions and uh, South Africa at that time was under apartheid government. You could not have gone to the institution that you aspired to go to. And then you end up uh, uh, doing what's available to you. And most of the Black children of our age or youth uh, end up doing things that they were never ever thought of laying their hands on. Uh, but God is, is always gracious. Uh, there are some who succeeded and some who end up getting into there. That was Selo Rathete, the founder and executive chairman of LHC Pharmaceuticals, a reputable company in South Africa. But not a lot of people know that he actually started the company at the age of 46. And to give you context, he's 58 now. What was he doing before that? Let's find out. This is his story. Hello there and welcome. I'm Amir Khan and this is a Z Medium podcast, a podcast that talks to people and about them too. We narrate people's journeys in the simplest way we can. If you haven't checked out episode 3, we talk about Navroz Mahudawala, an investment banker who debunks the secrets of investment banking. It's 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 quite interesting. Okay, so let's begin. They say that the environment which you grow up in plays a very important role in how you will become as a person as an adult normally that means your home your immediate environment how you've been raised how you've been treated but in this case selo had other difficulties which were way beyond his control at the time as a south african youth during our time apartheid government was really not giving us our human rights to be free to do what we want to do. We never had those type of a, a, a rights that could be exercised by any youth. Uh, we never attended uh, movies. We were restricted to go to beaches. We were restricted to find ourselves in situations where white people are. It, it, it was very, 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 very tough. We, we, we used to read a book called... Uh, Uh, a survival of the fittest was telling about that you just have to survive and you were prevented by the, the apartheid government and your parents were struggling to survive uh, i was raised by my uncles and my grandmother because my mother had to go and work and come after 30 days of after being paid so it was a very very tough time and it always saddened me when somebody asked me about how do you relate where you are to a youthful years because the youthful years that I went through cannot be compared to the youthful years that my kids are going through and you can't blame them because that one was an engineered youthful years to suppress our ability to think i believe that if i grew up in an environment that was just that was giving me free maybe i would have done something bigger than what i'm doing now as we all know Apartheid was a system of institutionalized racial segregation that existed in South Africa between 1948 and 1994. To have your childhood stolen away from you is one of the worst things that could happen. It was a difficult time for Selo and his family. 
Opportunities were limited and were grabbed as soon as they came up, which is why Sello did his Bachelor's of Science in Physiology and Microbiology, and that in itself was an achievement of its own. Well, life didn't necessarily get simple after that. He might be the executive chairman of LHC Pharma today, but his first job? His first job was working for South African breweries as a brewing technician. He started his career brewing alcohol, and that he mentions was considered a prestigious job at the time. He didn't stay long there, and here's why. My uncle was a truck driver. He wasn't educated, he was a metric educated. And, and I'll tell you this story because it always gave me a different perspective on how to look and how to understand people. Because uh, my uncle being a truck driver, driving many kilometers, not sleeping home and all those things, but he'll always tell me that you have to survive in life. He always told me that we have got the potential that if he went to school, he would build one of the biggest organizations in the world. And he always tell us that we must build one big fraternal organization, the big RO. So I did not understand what it meant, what he meant until he died, you know. And 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 I always had this thing in my mind uh, with, with my cousins and other people to say, there is one person who always wanted to tell me that I must do something, will do something big. You know, this man, he was so small in the bigger picture of things. When you grow up, you say that man was just a truck driver. But what he told me in my life has changed my life. And every time after his death, I've been thinking to say, may God help me. Let me see what my uncle told me. The vision of his uncle, a truck driver, was passed on to him. And it made a world of a difference for Cello. Of course, it wouldn't make sense for him at the time, but Cello decided to stick with his gut and follow his true path. He went back to university to do an MSc in physiology, after which he was employed by the University of Limpopo as a lecturer. Can you guess his age at the time? 26 years old. By the age of 26, he had written several papers on physiology and published them, becoming a master of the subject. Cello had the same challenges, the same hardships, the same struggles and the same opportunities as people around him at the time. The only difference was he refused to give up on what he was supposed to become, which is, which is truly very difficult to realize and to keep going with at the time. Cello was a graduate that made sure his degree paid off. And normally, normally, two degrees are more than enough for an individual. Cello decided at the age of 30, 3-0, it was time not for a doctorate, but to become a doctor. 30 years old, he quit his job at the university and started his journey into medicine. Here's what Cello has to say about that. I, I believe that I'm a champion of change. I can switch tomorrow. And uh, once I believe that this thing does not take me where, where, where I want to go, it may take me where I want to go. I may arrive late, but the end results of arriving late can be bigger than the one that I'm doing now. So I don't mind. I evaluate the situation and I make my decision based on the environment that I find myself in. Guys, 
सेलोराथेटे इज डॉक्टर सेलोराथेटे बट वेर डिड डॉक्टर सेलोराथेटे वॉन्ट टू गो इन आर जर्नी सो फार सेलो कम्प्लीटेड हिज बी एस सी वेंट थ्रू अ स्टिंट ऑफ ब्रूइंग एल्कोहॉल वेंट बैक टू यूनिवर्सिटी डिड हिज एम एस सी बिकेम अ लेक्चरर क्विट दैट बिकेम अ डॉक्टर इट्स गेटिंग मोर एंड मोर डिफिकल्ट टू कीप अप वीव लॉस्ट काउंट ऑफ हिज एज एट दिस पॉइंट बट ही वेंट ऑन टू वर्क विद गवर्नमेंट हॉस्पिटल्स फॉर द बेनिफिट ऑफ द पुअर बिफोर स्टार्टिंग हिज ओन प्राइवेट प्रैक्टिस बट इट वॉज इन दीज गवर्नमेंट हॉस्पिटल्स दैट ही बिगैन मीटिंग पेशेंट्स हु सफर्ड एंड वॉज नॉट ऑलवेज फ्रॉम डिजीजेस इफ देर इज वन थिंग दैट सेलो फियर्स इट इज we we are more prone to the disease and want to solve the problem of diseases because diseases kills the rich <laughs> we are not doing these things because is because disease does not have color disease does not have shame disease affect everybody a pandemic kills everybody and 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 be as it may when you look at a disease as it is it's such a thing that is attended to with 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 aggression with power with both political power and monetary power you can't stop it but poverty because it kills the poor it does not kill the rich we don't have solution to it if you look now if i had to give you a simple example when you look about the wealth the wealth poverty the wealth poverty ratio and the ratio that the wealth spend in 24 months the amount of money that they spend in combating pandemic and the money that they spend on poverty is a fraction of it so it means that before the pandemic the wealth had so much money that they could have eradicated poverty so i grew up under such circumstances and i know what it means and i've seen when poverty kills i've been in a hospital i know what malnutrition does i know what is it that it means so the biggest thing that i fear is poverty why is it that we fail to act until something extreme happens i mean there are times when extreme situations arise out of a sudden case in point the pandemic but generally we can see the problem happening right in front of us as we notice it turning into an extreme situation okay back to the story you might really want to think that cello transitioned easily from medicine to pharma but there was one slight detour before he actually ended up where he is today before starting his company lhc pharmaceuticals he founded a company called lhc alt services in the 2000s what did lhc alt services do when i quit practicing my medicine i went to do something totally different my wife was fighting me my my mom everybody told could not believe that i'm stopping i just woke up one day and said i'm no more going this and i started an it company i knew nothing about it and at that time south africa was just out of uh, apartheid mandela was not long we had a new government after 1994 that was 2000 and i started this and uh, 
at that time, uh, there were a lot of opportunities that are on the way. And then uh, I, I just started an IT company, employed a few people, and went to IBM and said, I need to be a business partner because the rural province where I was staying, uh, the computers were just introduced into government. And uh, during that time, people used to make mistakes by just switching on and off the plug of a computer and say it's maintenance. And, and no one knew what was happening. And uh, uh, we had a lot of illiterate people, people who were not really conversant with the new. Then I saw an opportunity there. I group, we grouped each other with friends and we started a company. And uh, IBM accepted us. And Two things here. Number one, an amazing eye for a problem that needed solving. I mean, it's better to have actual maintenance than switching something on and off. And I'll have to say, that's something we even do today. Switch things on and switch things off to see whether there was any change in the product. Uh, Number two, do you remember the environment which you grew up in shapes who you become, that line? Cello had become someone who could grab opportunities and didn't hesitate in doing so, because the opportunities in his childhood were scarce. He went up to IBM at a time when IBM was a big multinational, and Cello, well, Cello had no experience in the industry whatsoever. He just went up there and said, make me your partner. And his wish was granted like he had rubbed a lamp and a genie had appeared. Do you know why other people didn't become IBM's partner? because they never really asked. Now, as long as we are on the subject, grabbing opportunities is good, is a great thing, as long as it's evaluated before. Uh, There are times when Cello made mistakes, one of them being so drastic, it still haunts him today. One of the biggest failures that I have uh, is investing in 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 a scam business, a wrong business, invested a lot of money, and then only to find that the business has got its own problems and all those things. And uh, my failure to that is not only about the money. <laughs> the failure is my weakness to take too long to get out of it, to believe that uh, this really gets it. It even puts me into more trouble than I thought I could have been. You know, it almost destroyed me. It's still, it's still ringing in my head even up to date. So, it's a, it's a, it's one of the lessons that uh, 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 when I started to uh, get out of it, I believe that uh, it is not only about money. It's the ability to could be able to accept that things do go wrong in life, and uh, and when they go wrong, no matter how convinced you are, you believe this will work. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You've got to accept, pack your bags, and go. It took longer than it was supposed to have. And the longer it took, it cost me money more than I should. If I made a decision quicker, I would have gone out. But because I am so convinced that this is something that will happen, I stayed longer. I stayed longer than I can even imagine. I stayed longer than what believing that this is the right thing to do. Yeah. And, and that was my weakness. And and uh the, the, the biggest weakness that I have, which is also my strength, is patience. You know, when patient is your strength, it becomes a problem when a businessman and you do a wrong decision <laughs> and you think that your patience will wait until the money comes. And it never comes. Tomorrow never comes. 
So patients should be also be guarded very, very carefully. Any, any young person who's patient must never allow patients to be its own weakness because you can be patient for something that is not going to happen, you know? Who would have known? Patients acting as a strength and a weakness at the same time. But in the weighing scale of life, grabbing opportunities helped Cello more than it created problems for him. For example, Cello's company, LHC All Services, went on to become one of the best companies in that sector at the time. And it had reached this feat within only three years of its inception. During one of these IT visits, he came across hospitals at the time, wanting to integrate a software that linked its database with all nearby hospitals to make the overall system more efficient. That's when he stumbled upon another opportunity. Because of what the government continued to demand, it ended up shaping what I wanted to do right now. Because at that time, uh, when they were linking the hospitals, then they were, they had, the hospital had to communicate to each other. They had to be demographics. They had to be the networks in terms of health records, the pharmaceutical records. Then I saw just that there should be something that is very, very, a niche here, something that I could look into. We had a company called LHC Health Services, which was IBM business partner, which was doing this. And then I moved and I started a company called LHC Pharmaceuticals. And that's where he is now. LHC Pharmaceuticals was established in 2010 and is running strong in the production of generic drugs, which basically means Drugs containing the same chemical composition as a drug that was originally protected by chemical patents. As we are nearing the end of the episode, I'd like to deviate a bit here. All the ups and downs in Cello's journey, all the changes, didn't have the same effect on him as a person as his next experience. And the reason? It was more personal than professional. And this... I feel everyone should have the joy and sorrow of listening to. There's very few of those moments, but there's one moment that changed my life. It's when I see my daughter get married. The day my daughter get, got married on a wedding day, it changed me to feel uh, myself uh, as a person, my emotions, my thinking, and uh, it directed me to look at the world different. And, 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 and I, I don't say this many times, and people won't understand. I hope you'll understand what, what impact it has in me when my, my daughter, my first daughter, uh, I've got a daughter and two sons. When my daughter get married, got married, it, 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 it changed my life, it changed the way I'm living, it changed the way I lived with my wife. It changed the way I, I saw life as, 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 a, as a, a family life as more important than anything else. And, and to me, to me, that is the biggest gift that God gave me. Otherwise, uh, there's, there, there are many other things that, uh, that came. I saw deaths when my uncle died. I saw when my granny dies. I, I, it can never equate to the day my, 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 my daughter got married. It was like a tragedy. I never believed that. For a man that had been through apartheid, through poverty and malnutrition, for a man that had seen deaths 
of loved ones of people that raised him for a strong man like that to see his daughter say goodbye to him was the most tragic experience that changed his life it was definitely filled with a lot of joy i'm sure but there was something some feeling that came up within him when he saw his daughter in her wedding dress the sinking feeling of the excitement whenever he stepped into the house gone the confidant he had gone the joy of his life at the time not there at home anymore waiting for him to come back from work that is a void that he still can't fill that's the kind of relationship he had with his daughter that was pretty heavy to hear but let's let's end on a more happy note shall we let's talk about the relationship he shares with his golf ball golf is something that that keeps me away because when you are in a golf course saiva you you hit that ball it goes where you want or you don't hit it and you get angry to yourself and by the time that you get angry to yourself you forget about any other things you worry about the ball <laughs> that is the sport that can distra- can take you out of your thing immediately you start thinking about outside you'll miss the ball and then you become embarrassed for missing the ball immediately you take your focus into the ball <laughs> then you are unwinding so golf it's 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 exercise you walking you hit the ball you miss it you get into this it's a four and a half hours of worried complaint fighting with this ball and when you get out there then you deal with your own issues because the ball is no more there so that's what i do most of the time when i'm not i'm not doing anything so what's next for selo he aims to establish a research and development facility for pharmaceutical products in africa and we wish him all the best for that if you like that episode and want to receive latest updates go on to instagram and linkedin and follow us z medium and yes please share this with others because next up we have haseeb shake a finance professional that works in the world's tallest building the burj khalifa and here is a snippet from that conversation everything frightens me bro everything frightens me everything frightens me but every moment uh, the fear comes uh, you have to make a decision that whether you want to move forward or you want to let fear stop you with anything and everything anything and everything whether it is a business decision whether it is a family decision whether it is a anything yeah. uh, there's fear always there at least in my life um, i don't know about others but at the same time there's always a, a, a courage that we bring out i bring up to take the decision and move forward uh, and trust god with the with the right outcomes stay tuned and goodbye for now